I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Um, it has been a while since the last Marvel movie came out in theaters. I believe it, it was Spider-Man Far From Home back in 2019. Uh, but after uh, a couple years of delays, or two, I mean, about a year. Yeah, about about a year of delays. Um, Black Widow has finally come out. Yay! Yes. So it came out. Um, so was it? It was. It was a week from this past Friday, correct? A week before this past Friday, wasn't it? Yes, the a couple. Nine. It was a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, yeah. And so, th- it was slated to come out in 2020, like early 2020, or maybe yeah. May of 2020. Yeah. And now it's yeah. It's been it's been quite a while, but yes, Black Widow is out, and I guess we'll just jump in with our non-spoiler section. So we in our movie discussion things, we usually have a non-spoiler section where we just give our overall thoughts and everything, and then after that we'll go in. Uh, into spoilers and we'll have a more in-depth discussion um, that's how you, these usually work yes so this one's gonna be identical to like um what do you call it uh eternal sunshine tenet just all those different ones i don't remember if we did a spoiler section for tenet but just any like like we do with our movies that we see like new so for those of you that haven't yeah. seen it you can listen to this part and just we'll let you know if we think it's worth watching and just all that kind of stuff so uh here we go all right. So um, overall, I think I thought it was quite entertaining, and I thought it was obviously it wasn't like phenomenal, but it was. I think it was a really solid film. Um, really, really just solid, entertaining. It has everything you expect, which I guess that take that for what it is. It could be a downer, or it could be not a good thing for some people. But um, you know, it has it has the Marvel humor. It has the action. Uh, has the great performances. So again, it's it's everything you expect, and I think they just they did a solid job. Um, just overall, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like I think that was one of the things I mentioned to my cousin because I saw it when I was out of town. Um, but I think that was one of my things I mentioned to my cousin afterwards was that it was like it was what I expected. Expected. Exactly. Yeah, it wasn't worse. It wasn't. It wasn't anything crazy. Like it wasn't anything crazy on either ends of the spectrum. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the most. It wasn't the best. I think when I, I know we're going to talk about this later at the end of the podcast, but I wanted to mention it. I guess I'll mention it now because it's relevant. But so if you don't follow us already, um, on Letterboxd, L E T E T E R B O X D, uh, on the App Store, free download, no sponsor. Um. It's like a ranking. You can like rank movies and keep track of what movies you've seen and stuff like that. But on Letterboxd, I have an MCU ranking like of all the different um, films and including the most re- uh, the three most recent shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and on my rankings, I think I had Black Widow like just about right in the middle. Yeah, I think I have it as well. I think it's there's 27 total. I have it as number 14. I think um, I have mine at like six, including uh, the shows. 15 or 16. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's right there in the middle, if not a little above. And I think again, going, I mean, just overall going into this, I really wasn't my expectations weren't super high, um, and that's partly because this movie has just been delayed so many times. I really could have cared less at, after a certain point. Like I was excited at first, and then they delayed it, delayed it, delayed it. So my excitement kept going down. So my expectations weren't super high, but it the movie uh, reached uh, my initial expectations for what it was going to be. 
Um, so yeah, I think it just it's a, it's a down the middle, just a, a solid movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess I, I'd have to agree with you. So I, as far as um, watching it or not watching it, obviously, if you have been watching the rest of the MCU movies, there's no, I mean, you've probably already seen it or you're already planning on seeing it. Um, if you're it depending, it all depends whether you whether it's worth seeing or not depends on where you are in terms of like MCU stuff. Like with when it comes to Campbell and I, obviously we were going to see it because it's it's just necessary to like everything. And I've always been seeing the Marvel movies. But um, yeah, I think it, you've just got to kind of use your best judgment just based on what we just said. Um, it's it's I would recommend it. Yeah, I, um, I think even if you're not a really like big Marvel fan, um, I think there's still a lot to enjoy. Um, David Harbour, David Harbour, sorry, and Florence Pugh yeah. are probably the best parts of the movie. They're they're really funny and they have really good, great chemistry with definitely uh, you know Scarlett Johansson and and the rest of the cast. So I think I think the performances and I think the the story, um, you know, the themes of family and everything. I think they all are done family. very well. Family, F is for family. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think overall though, I think um, yeah, I think it's it's solid. It's entertaining. And even if even if you're not a you know a diehard Marvel fan, I think there's still a lot to enjoy. And I guess we'll talk about this later. But um, I mean, there's I know one thing that might hinder someone from watching is like maybe someone's thinking like, oh, I haven't seen a lot of the other Marvel mov- Marvel movies, so I don't know I don't know if I'll understand this one. Um, you don't really need to have too much prior understanding to in order to enjoy this. There's maybe like yeah. one thing you need to know, and it's basically just that she's on the run, which they establish that at the beginning of the movie. Like, they show that she's on the run. Yeah. So there, you really don't really need to know much um, to go into and, and, and fully enjoy this. So, yeah, I think this is a thumbs up for me, I think. I agree. Uh, good. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I think you did a good job summing it all up. So if you haven't seen it, go and do that now if you want to. Um, if you notice, it's on, a, it's on Disney+. Plus, But yeah, you, you have, have to, to pay, like, 30 bucks. Yeah, so I guess if you don't want to go watch it in theaters, if you're like more comfortable at home, yeah, you can you can pay thirty dollars to watch it on Disney Plus, which, in my opinion, is not worth it. Yeah, I think um, if if you're gonna go that wet route, just wait till it comes out because I think like you could buy it at that point. Yeah, watching it in theaters definitely does enhance the experience because again, it's like a blockbuster, so there's all these big action scenes. So if you do watch it, I'd go the theaters route. But again, if you're not comfortable, that's all right. Um, you can just buy it on Disney Plus. But again, it is. Pretty pricey, I think. And it, yeah, in some ways, depending on the movie theater you go to, it could be even che- it could be cheaper to go to the movie theater. Oh yeah, definitely. So there you go. So solid film. Um, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and stop now. And then come back after you've seen it because we're about to get into uh, spoilers. Spoilers. Yes. All right. Now we are entering the spoiler zone of the episode. Okay. And yes. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start off by saying something. Um, All right. I was getting a lot of like. It's. It, it was very similar to Winter Soldier. Yeah. Also, kind of Jason Bourne or Mission Possible type vibes too. Yeah. But yeah, very. In terms of Marvel movies, yes, yeah, it's, it's probably most similar to Winter but Soldier. But also, even the plot too. Uh. Like. Yeah. Kinda, sort of. Like you kind of got like. There's like a big. There's like a bad. There's like. Kind of, there's kind of like a corrupt like, higher-up kind of person. It's still a bad guy. More obviously the bad guy. It's not really, like, a plot twist kind of thing. Yeah. But you've got, like, um... What do you call it? And then there's the brainwashed, like, 
super soldier person that kind of chases out he's kind of like the the muscle that chases after them throughout the movie yeah and And there's the you can say what you're gonna say oh and there's it's kind of like the whole espionage sort of more gritty type vibe throughout the entire movie so yeah it is it is pretty similar to winter soldier i agree that was one of the first things i noticed um let's talk about the beginning um i thought it was the beginning i thought the uh the title sequence was cool at the beginning, the new intro. Okay, yeah. So, okay, first thing, yeah, the credit, the opening credits. I just, it, it put me off because none of the other Marvel movies have had opening credits. So I really don't know why they have. Oh, 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 I was, men- I was just mentioning the title, like the, MC- the Marvel thing. Oh, Apparently, yeah. Well, the audio from the different. Well, was it just like, what, what was it again? I don't remember. Well, it had the, it, it had the, all the voices and the quotes of the different, um, Oh, so is that kind of what is, characters. is that what they're doing from now on? Because I think oh wait, did that... was it? Oh, I got it confused now. Oh, that was, was Loki. I think that was Loki. Thinking of Loki, yeah, I'm thinking of Loki. Yeah, they didn't they didn't change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. My bad. I completely yeah. forgot that was Loki. But yes, that... my point still stands because we're talking about the intro with like the title and the cast. Okay. So we can talk with what you were talking about. I'm sorry, I got confused. Okay, yeah. So I thought you might talking about the opening credits. So yes, yeah. So it it did feel a little off because again, none of the other ones have had opening credits. So I really don't know why they chose to include it in this one. Um, also, the the smells like Teen Spirit cover was kind of cringy in my opinion. I, I don't, don't know. I, don't I mean, it wasn't totally. I mean, I I didn't love it, but I mean, it was. I thought it was kind of. I think they were trying to be oh. like edgy. They're trying to be like, oh, this is a serious movie, so we got to have. Smells I don't like know. I didn't spirit. think about it that much. Yeah, I, I don't know, but I didn't think it was just, bad. Just the whole fact that they had opening credits was just confusing to me. I mean, I don't, I don't I know. Didn't, if, I, I didn't think, even notice. Do you think they're going to do that from now on? Um, I mean, I, I don't, not necessarily. I don't know. I didn't even think until you just mentioned it. I didn't notice that it was, it was like different than the other ones. I, I, I see, it, it didn't it didn't you didn't notice that like none of the other ones have ever had opening credits I, mean, I never thought about it but i guess you're right and i didn't notice it and it didn't feel to- so out of place with this yeah i, I don't know it just because i was watching a marvel movie it just felt out of place because i i've never whenever i watched a marvel movie i just never experienced the opening credits so it just felt kind of weird but uh-huh. um, maybe it's just, maybe if i had been watching them recently i would have noticed yeah but maybe it's because it's just been so long i just i didn't really it seemed like it fit to me yeah, I know. I watched it with Josh, and Josh really liked it. He he said he he enjoyed that part of the movie. So, I think, yeah, I think it was it was interesting. Maybe they're gonna go with that from now on. So that would be an interesting choice. I mean, if they did, I, I think. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't have any issues with it. It's definitely different. Yeah, but. yeah. I just feel like if they don't do it, like if they don't have the continuity, then it's gonna be weird if this is the only one with opening. Credits. Yeah, that would like, be. From, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so hopefully from now on they just have opening credits in all the movies, or else this will just stick out like a sore thumb, sort of. True, but that is just in the grand scheme of things, that's kind of a, a smaller. Yeah, yeah, this is just a nitpick, but um, yeah. So you have the whole opening with the the family. Um, at least you think they're a family, um, and you have uh, that. And the first the first red flag that that uh, stood out to me was that David Harbor had like an american accent so i was like wait isn't he playing like a russian dude so that was like the first thing that pointed yeah, that was, something was... yeah 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 um yeah but yeah they're in ohio and they're kind of uh they're chilling and then he comes home and he's like we got to go and then yeah. there's that really intense escape sequence which was that was pretty cool i really like that opening it was neat. yeah i really i liked it too i thought 
Um, yeah, the way the way it was it was handled, I think. Uh, I don't know. It was just it really immersed you in in the scene and uh, really put you in the shoes of both uh, Natasha and Yelena. I thought, but oh yeah, neat, I really liked the way. Like I was immediately like into like into it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, they go to then like Cuba or something, and they kind of disband from there. And then from there, you have the opening titles. So I thought the opening I thought was really strong. I really liked the opening there. Yeah. And um, then. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You, you can go. I don't. I, I was just going to. Oh, I didn't really. To be honest, I kind of forgot what I was going to say. So you can go. All right. Um. Okay. I don't think I don't really want to walk through the whole plot. I just want to. Oh no no no! You're some, fine. I just yeah, didn't know yeah. something so, else to say. Can I just get like one big gripe out of the way of, of yes. kind of the movie in general? Okay, so this is my biggest biggest talking point with this movie. I thought again, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was as solid. It was um, familiar with what we've seen, but I think they executed well. My yes. biggest issue is that it just doesn't make sense why this was released now. And I talked a lot about with Josh about this because this is I w- after we watched it, I was just discussing this with him. But like the issue is that this movie is the first movie of Phase Four. Um, and yet it has absolutely no implications for like phase four. It doesn't feel like an operator to phase four because it just doesn't tie in with anything. Yeah. And the issue is that because it takes place after uh civil war. Um, and so, and I expected because this was the first one, I expected something to sort of tie in. Oh with, yeah, I know. Yeah. So it just, it feels very out of place. And then because of just the placement of it, which is, isn't the movie's fault, but because of the placement it just feels pretty inconsequential uh, in the grand scheme of things. And I think if they had released this movie in between Civil War and Infinity War, this, it just would have uh, made a lot more sense and been a lot more satisfying because then, you know, you have the character development of Black Widow. Then you have, um, you know, she's wearing the vest in Infinity War. So that makes sense. That carries over. And then her death in Endgame just is more emotionally resonant because we spent more time with her in this period. It just feels so weird why they chose to release this as the first movie of phase four when absolutely none of it had to do with phase four. It was just, it literally was just what was going on between civil war and infinity war. So, okay. I, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Cause I was, I was talking, I'm, my cousin and I had a similar conversation, like, regarding yeah. like, like why this was occurring, but with your lot, well, just play like devil's advocate with your sure. logic. Like, so what's the, so what would you have th- say that it maybe it didn't have any direct implications to like because I mean prequels you could look at it as a prequel. Yes, which I feel like if they did, if what if would have they, made it more of of that. If they what went the prequel it? route, they should have tied it into actually like her, you know, her defecting from Shield, her or sorry, not yes. Shield, uh, the the Red Room people, like her actual yeah. like. Um, her training and stuff, but it just feels weird that they chose to do it between a period of time which exactly. we already knew her, which is the civil, the phase three. This should have been in phase three, and it would have made a lot more sense if they went the prequel route. They should have actually done a prequel and done before, you know everything. Like Iron Man 2. Exactly everything before, yeah, before Iron, exactly before Iron Man two, um, and that and that would have made sense for it to be in phase four, but because they made it in a set, take place within the phase three time period, it, again, it just doesn't make sense why this is. Uh, a phase four movie exactly i was hoping you'd say that um yeah it just, yeah because the issue is that it doesn't it doesn't like make much sense because it's literally it's like smacked between like two 
like movies that we've already seen her in. Yes. And it just, and again, okay, so this is what Josh brought up, which I think makes sense. People really wanted a Black Widow movie and they were going to make one. And the alternative to releasing it now was to release it farther down the line. So like after like Eternals or after Shang-Chi, which probably would have made even less sense. So if they had to release it at some point, it had to be the first one because again, it would make even less sense if they did it in between like movies that actually had to do with phase four. So like if they released like Eternals and yeah, then Shang-Chi. Because at, at least there was some closure on the last like phase. So yeah. So in between. Exactly. Yeah. So if they had released like Eternals and Shang-Chi and then it was like, okay, here's Black Widow. That just would have even made less sense because then you're expecting it to even more so kind of tie in with phase four, but it doesn't at all. So then I guess they kind of had to put it out as the first one of phase four. Yes. Although then, then I thought, couldn't they just say that this one is just phase three? Couldn't they just been like, this is the last movie of phase three? Uh, I guess. I, I also, I, what I still don't get is like why they didn't just end phase two on, I mean, phase three with Endgame. Yeah. Again, yeah. That, that also was the thing I was thinking about because if, again, if they ended it with Endgame, then they could have been like, okay, Spider Man Far From Home is phase four and this one's phase four. So then at least there are two that sort of are kind of in between. And not just Black Widow. That's the the odd one out of Phase Four. You know, it's just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Which doesn't affect the movie like uh, as like just in general because like no, the it movie doesn't. itself is still good. It just, I, I just in the MCU, it just doesn't make sense with why they released it now and when and like when it takes place. Yeah, I think this just should have been released in between uh, Civil War and Infinity War. I think it just would have made way more sense. So that is that's the biggest gripe I have with the whole movie. It's just that, and it's not even like the movie's bad. It's just the placement of it was didn't make sense. And then we, I was kind of expecting it to somehow tie in with with the future, but it really didn't. So that was overall the biggest thing I had to to mention about as far as like problems with the movie. Yeah, and the only thing that you got is the end credit scene, which oh, my oh God. that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that. Or, yeah, do you we'll just want to talk about it? Do you want to knock that out of the way now? Yeah, we could just talk about it. Yeah, you so... and I had to, like the same reaction to that. Yeah, because we were waiting, and then like she came up, and my dad was like, no, not her. It's like, oh. <laughs> so, oh, I literally said the same exact thing to my cousin. She like, like cheapens no. every scene she's in. Yeah, literally. Like, she just, like, she makes like, it just cringy. Like, I literally watched, I was watching, I was like, dang, rest in peace. And then she just comes in and just ruins everything. So, I mean, it's, uh, and you and I, and I am still not sure if she's wrote to be that way. Or yeah, she yeah, it sucks. Is she is she written to become come off as kind of like camping, like annoying, or is she just like a, just a bad idea? Like, was her character just a bad idea, and she just sucks? Like, I don't know. I mean, she was um, on Seinfeld. Why would you? Yeah, maybe well, I think. Hopefully they wrote her that way because it's just she's just a stupid character. She just makes everything worse. Maybe she's just supposed to be. I hope she's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I mean, she was but, literally when I walked into this movie, she was the last, very last person I was expecting. Yeah. <sighs> oh so wait! Is, oh, and I didn't even think about this. There was no Stan Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, no Stan Lee. Dang. Maybe she'll replace Stanley. <laughs> oh, that would be a, that would be so disgraceful. <laughs> and wait, now that I think about it, what was his cameo in Far From Home? Did he have one? Um, no, I don't think so. I think his his last one was in Captain Marvel. Actually, no, 
The last one was in in Endgame. Yeah, he was the what was he? He was yeah, he was like on the truck when they're driving to the the base in the seventies. I think it was like a hippie or something. Yeah. Yeah, that was his last one. He make, wasn't in Make Peace. Like like I think he said something about peace or whatever. Oh, I didn't even remember that he was. I didn't even notice that he wasn't in. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Far from home. Dang. But yeah, someone wants Hawkeye dead apparently. And oh, I, yeah. I, I guess that's gonna tie in with his show that's coming up soon or whatever. Yeah, they mentioned Budapest, but I thought that it was. I wish they would have done uh, more with that. Like I was hoping that was what the timing, that era that the, this was gonna be. Yeah, it would have been interesting, but they do. But it's a big part of the movie though, because again, yeah, we learned that. that that's when Budapest was when her and uh, it would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been oh, cool. Wait, if I will shown say. It. So even though the movie itself doesn't take place like before everything, there's a lot of stuff that they reveal and discuss that takes place before. Like there's history that sh- is revealed that's important. Yeah. Like, yes. Path. A lot. Yeah. So it's I it's mean, the a whole semi scene. Yeah. So again, it's a semi prequel. Like a lot of the stuff they discuss and the whole opening scene take place with their childhood. But I think again, if they they should have gone the full either the full prequel route and made it all set in that time period, um, if they wanted to make it like a phase feel like a phase four movie. But yeah, they do mention a lot of things like Budapest and things like Budapest and things like that. That um, I will say, she. Um, I wouldn't say that this is like you couldn't watch this if you weren't familiar with her character. So it's not so out of place that like you could watch it without like it it's not like the other solo movies where they where it takes place before it's not like thor or captain america or iron man you know what i mean uh what do you mean again so like this one kind of requires you to be familiar with her as a character so you kind of oh yeah because because it doesn't like establish yeah you you do have to somewhat be familiar with her because yeah you're right because it doesn't um it's it doesn't really introduce her like you're just she's just there so you kind of have to already know what she's kind of like yeah so i will say even though it seems out of place to be released after endgame you sh- i think you should have at least watched up to um at least watched like a couple uh, most of her movies to watch, uh, to really like grasp this one yeah but you really only need like one or two like you really only like, need like the yeah, two I avengers think- movies i think yeah, that's what. I, yeah, like a couple. At least watch a couple of her movies yeah. to understand yeah. this. You couldn't just go into this thinking that you're gonna like get an explanation of like her as a character just entirely. Yeah, because they they do kind of already. They assume that you're already familiar with her her training in like the red room, how she was like trained to be an assassin. Yeah, um, they there kind is, of like. I will say that it is it's not entirely like they just threw an origin movie in the middle of, you know what I mean? Like late in the game. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely not an origin movie. So. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, let's see. I was going to say something, but I just completely forgot. What was... There's something I was going to mention. I really liked Alexei. It's funny. He plays he plays a Russian name Alexei, and then in Stranger Things 3, there's a, a Russian name Alexei. I don't know if that's a coincidence, but that was... Um, interesting. For, wait a second. Why... Um, oh, oh, I will say, I was looking at the cast, and I, people were talking about this months and months ago, but Robert Downey Jr. is on the cast, and he was on the cast when they, re- they like, announced the movie, but he wasn't in it. And, like... Was he I, really on the cast when they announced the movie? 
if you go uh, yeah when they announced well not like it's not like when they announced it on the thing but when it was released on google and you looked it up he was like one of the top like result like look up if you look up black widow and go to K- overview and oh, yeah, you're right he is on there what he's like the four i mean he's above david arbor that's interesting and like he wasn't in it huh so and then because when people were looking it up before it came out, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, what's he gonna like?" You know what I mean? But yeah, I I, wasn't I, I probably wouldn't trust Google like things. They kind I think they kind of autofill stuff. I've in. never, but I've never seen that before. Yeah, that is kind of strange. I don't, I don't know why that is strange. Um, hmm. Strange. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Strange. <laughs> um. Oh gosh, sorry. That made me I lost my train of thought. Um You're talking about Alexi though. Yes, yes, yes. I I I um I enjoyed his character. Um I enjoyed his character. He was a very good Russian man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he had did you notice he had Karl Marx tattooed on his knuckles? Yeah, I did see that. Oh. That was funny. And I, yeah. I I when he was talking about like being the uh Red Guardian, is that what he was called? Yeah. Oh, I would love to see, like, stuff from when he was, like, in his prime. A Red Guardian solo. That would be, that would be interesting. Like, kind just of some, like... a little something. I just need, like, even just something to read. Like, I would just want more of that. Or if they, like, like showed flashbacks of him. Yeah. Like, it seemed, that's the idea of, like, um, like a Captain America versus, like, Red Guardian kind of thing. That would have like I know obviously that wouldn't have happened because he was still in the ice, but like the idea of them being like, like him rising up for the Soviet Union and being like that kind of symbol for their country, like that seems like so that's such a cool like concept to me. It'd be like if they did a Captain America the First Avenger, but it was with him in Russia. I mean, I guess, I guess, but like you know what I'm saying. Like I just want more. That that was there was a very interesting concept to me personally. Yeah, and I think they, I think he will be. Um, I mean, I think it's pos, it's likely that they'll come back both him. I mean, they've got to. I mean, then yeah. there would be no, literally no point in this movie. Yeah. I mean, also, I think uh, Yelena was also the highlight, another highlight of the movie. Yeah, definitely. She was really funny, I thought, and um, especially, okay, I think the whole family dynamic where it's like. You think they're a family at the beginning, but then you actually learn that you know they're they're just Russian spy people that were sent to like, kind of like act as a family. Yeah, and then they eventually come back together. I thought that was really clever, and I really liked that was probably the strongest part of the movie. The whole family dynamic. Between, I did like that. Yeah, and then how they, um, you know how they come back. I think, and it's it's Yelena that doesn't she when she was younger she didn't know that they were all faking it, but then Natasha did, right? Um. I think, she, yeah, I think because she was old enough, it wasn't. I mean, she didn't know the details, obviously, but she knew for the, to an extent. Yeah, but it's just interesting how like they do, even though like you know they're technically not a family, but they do come back and they do. I mean, they work as a as like a functioning unit, sort of. Um, so I really liked that. I thought that was uh, kind of remind me of Shazam almost because I think Shazam's also. Um, you know, I had that whole thing about family and everything, but yeah, I thought they I, they did a good job. But I get what you're saying, the connection there. Um, yeah, no, that was definitely 
like one of the strongest, even though the plot was kind of, I mean, I, I didn't think it was, it was nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, like it was, kind, like I said, it, it with the whole, oh, super soldier, we got to hunt down, find that, like that kind of thing. But I think the dynamic of the, fa- of like them, uh, like you said, coming, like breaking apart and then coming back together and kind of like getting uh, butting heads a lot of different yeah. points but still making it out at the end with I like as kind of like as a family um di- like group I think it was definitely like it that carried uh, Yeah, it carried the movie. The the plot. Let's um, talk about the villain. Task- Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Uh, Taskmaster and and Drakov. I want to talk about Taskmaster. I really do want to talk about Taskmaster. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. So we'll talk about Taskmaster, then we'll talk about Drakov. Okay, so Taskmaster, what do you think? Okay. Because this is a I divide. Think... This is like one of the polarizing parts of the movie that either a lot of people like. I hope you agree with me on this. Okay. <sighs> I thought. Po- let's start with positives. Action sequences with Taskmaster, awesome, sick, super cool. Wait, didn't you see how like he or she emulated? Kind of like the the Black Widow or no Black Panther like the claw thing and then the Captain America shield thing and the Hawkeye bow yeah, thing yeah, yeah. and then yeah they were definitely references yeah I saw that yeah that was pretty neat and I was kind of worried that it was going to be because the uh, MCU has a, has a tendency to do this because they did it with um, Mysterio they just magical characters or like skill based characters they just default to tech. Um, mm. So I was kind of worried that they were just going to make Taskmaster have some sort of like, which they did, unfortunately. Well, which a little bit, but it wasn't as much as I thought because some of it was based on skill. Like a lot of it, like more of it was based on skill than I was expecting. I thought well, it was the, it, it was the helmet that just read it, like analyzed well, the thing, and then it just it kind of did. But I there was st- the she still had like stuff, like she was able to fight. Like it wasn't That's like true. yeah, it wasn't like the suit. It was just reading what everything else was doing which is part yeah. of taskmaster like some of task some of the like i think in in the spider-man game there was some tech involved kind of to mm. the not as much to that extent but similarly it's kind of to where it was more of an assist i was in my mind i was worried that it was going to be like taskmaster was going to be like carried by like tech like it was going to yeah okay okay so it wasn't that wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be um and the action scenes were super cool I don't. It's kind of like the, kind of like the Terminator almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I thought they were gonna kind of like turn it into something that it wasn't. But with that being said, I think there was missed potential with that character. Yes, um, there was missed potential, but I think what they did makes sense. Um, I I guess I think they could have. Yeah, they could have done it better, but I'm not mad at what they did because I think what they did fits the story. Because we there's the big plot twist, which is that Taskmaster is actually Drakov's daughter, um, who kind of got some some tech upgrades after she got blown up, and then he kind of made her into like a fighting machine. Um, but I think it makes sense in terms of the plot because it's almost as if ta- like Taskmaster is, is almost. Uh, literally, like you know, her past kind of chasing after her, and she has to like confront that. So I think, um, her coming over her, or um, coming to terms with like what she did, and then kind of facing that face to face, like as that's kind of embodied with her, um, in her conflict with the Taskmaster. I think that makes sense 
within context of the whole movie. Um, yeah, but I think there is, yeah, there is mispotential because I think a lot of people like Taskmaster and not a lot of people were thrilled with how they treated him or the character. Uh, but I think it makes sense within, you know, her, she's actually like facing her past, which is embodied through Taskmaster. I agree with you on that. Like, obviously, within the co- scope of the movie itself, it fit, like, the yes. character of Taskmaster. I just, my, I'm, I, I sound like a, like a noob, but my, own, my main connotation with Taskmaster and my familiarity with the character is from playing the uh, Spider-Man game on the PlayStation 4. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know, there was so much more, he was, he was kind of cooler in that. Like there was a lot, there was a little bit more. Like, I don't know. It it just, and it would have been neat to see them. I I don't like that they kind of just. And I guess it's not in the scope in the scope of the MCU, and especially now with Kang, he definitely wouldn't have been. My expectations were too high. I'm saying I will have to admit, but it would have been neat to see because he is a Spider-Man villain for the most for the for a major and a lot of different things. Mm. So it would have been neat to see him face off against like. I don't know. Just see more. And yeah, I, I agree I, because they kind of they kind of made the the character kind of they made it they did the same thing they kind of did with um a lot of the other MCU movies where they start off with a like main villain they make it look like the main villain and they advertise it like the main villain and then and they, there's a twist. And in the there's movie, always they a twist. dumb it down and then add it some kind of twist where the main villain isn't a main villain or they become that was the other thing. In that reminded me of Winter Soldier because that's kind of like the Winter Soldier character in this because by the end they kind of become they come they become good, yeah. So I don't know. It would have been. I'm not disappointed. I just I think it would have been cool to see like a little bit, like more of the character. I don't know. It's just, he's just a, they're just he's just a super cool character. And so I, I think I think the issue is that because that they made taskmaster a brainwashed person then it kind of just automatically took out the like the um like the personality like they're like in it's taskmaster in the movie was just inherently like obviously the the character has personality but they limited they dug themselves in a hole where because it it just it uh took away the personality of the character so again that was like that was like a downside of what they did with the character which um yeah, it's what people are probably upset about. That's what, yeah. I was trying to explain it, but that was exa- that's it. Like they kind of just used the character as just a way to f- like. It wasn't. A, I would have liked to see them as a character on their own. Yeah, and like with a little bit more personality and depth than just oh, they're a mirror of the other yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and I, I think. They did call it like the Taskmaster Protocol or something like that. So there's a chance that like the actual technology could be used by the actual, like the real, um, you know, Tony Masters Taskmaster. If they um, maybe come up in the future, maybe yeah. it's not the end of Taskmaster. But yeah, I think by the nature of the character, they inherently limited themselves. They inherently limited the personality of the character because it's of what like, they did with him. It's it, I'm having a I'm I'm now I understand why a lot of people don't like Iron Man three. You know what I mean? Yeah, with like um, the Mandarin. Yeah, because what they like, it makes sense. I guess. I mean, it doesn't really make. I, I guess it it's, sort of made sense in terms of the plot. Just wasted potential in a care a very like 
major character. Obviously, it's not as to that extent in this. It's a lot worse with Iron Man three. Yeah. Uh, but now I can see now I can see that a little bit better because um, before watching this, I was familiar with Taskmaster and like oh uh, yeah, I yeah. really like the character. Um, and I still do. Like I think he's pretty cool. But before watching Iron Man three, I didn't know who the Mandarin was, so I had no reason to be disappointed. Yeah, I I, I see that. That makes sense because I think obviously like the mandarin's a big iron man villain so a lot of people are like upset about that but if you've never like known the mandarin then it's just like you don't have any reason to care so yeah yeah that makes sense to me i don't know but still i think i don't know the outfit was super cool um i i definitely like on a visual standpoint like it was it was neat like that bridge scene i really i like that bridge scene yeah, and when like they're being chased, that that whole motorcycle scene where they're kind of, I think they're in like Morocco or I don't know, they're in Budapest, and um, they're on the, they're being chased and like Taskmasters and the whole tank thing, yeah. that really reminded me of that Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh yes, that, I knew that looked familiar. Yeah, that whole scene because I don't know the color grading and just the the low angle shots of the motorcycle and them kind of yes. like skirt, skirting through the streets. It definitely reminded me of uh, Fallout, but yeah, I thought um. I knew that was familiar. Bunch of neat scenes though with Taskmaster. They um, I want to say this movie was pretty gritty for Marvel. Yeah, it's it's definitely more on terms with like Winter Soldier, which was also more gritty movie. I mean, but... even more, but in some ways it was even more like I mean, there's that part where the girl like literally like she falls off the the building and like like her. Did you see her leg when they zoomed out after she died? It was like bent in the wrong direction. Uh, and then, like, she like shot herself in the face. Like it was like, oh, yeah, was, with like, like that, the red stuff. The, um... Yeah. Like there was just a lot of, not necessarily like gore, but just like a lot of, Ooh, like moments. Like I, I, there were a couple times in the movie where I found myself like kind of cringing just yeah. out of like, ouch. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree with you there. Um, um, but what the which is good. They did a good job. Um, yeah, cause it wasn't yeah. like over the top and it wasn't like crazy, but yeah, there's there's um, a fair amount, I guess. Um, I want to talk about. I, I like the. I wanted. I was thinking about the. Um, the prison scene. Where he oh, comes yeah, the, in the breakout. They bring the. They bring the, uh, <laughs> the opening when they're he's like arm wrestling. Tattooing his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene was so funny because he's like telling the story. And he's got like the dramatic like Russian accent. Yeah. And then the big dude comes up and he just like he just breaks his arm. It reminds um, me a lot of a scene uh, from a certain television God. show uh, that that you are currently watching oh, that you'll God. see. Why does everything come back to it? <laughs> I'm watching another episode tonight. I I'm okay. Watch, at least another one or two. I've, I've there... mapped it out. Just, there's a there's a similar scene in, in Twin Peaks: The Return that it just reminded me uh, of. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I did like, and he gets like the fan mail, but it's actually like a thing to a earpiece to get out and everything. And they, yeah, that was I don't know, I thought that was funny. Just a, a decent a decent scene. I also I, really I like in terms Marvel of scenes with the helicopter. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Come on. Also, that whole um, when they're infiltrating his base. So like, I think that was actually probably the best sequence of the movie. So. You think that the mom betrayed them and she's kind of like taking them to Dracoff. And then yeah. you eventually find out, oh, it, she's actually like the mom's actually Black Widow in disguise. And then Black Widow disguises herself. Was, that, or, that was good. That, those were good. That was good. 
that was a neat reveal yeah and then they kind of um they're kind of infiltrating i guess so where is it like i think the the sister elaine is in like surgery and they're gonna like do something to her but then she she also is able to get out and then they kind of all uh they tear down the whole city and free yes. the black widow people it was so good I, I really kind of... oh sorry continue no you can go you can go because they made you like they made you think she was good and then they made you think she was bad and then she was good again like with the mom yeah, and I really thought that she betrayed them. Like I was like convinced. Yeah, so I was like, I. "Oh dang, she betrayed them." And it seemed in line with her character because she works for the guy and she's like a uh, one of the higher ups. So it it sort of made sense. But definitely, yeah. So I think that whole twist was pretty cool, and that whole scene. Um, the the thing that didn't make much sense in terms of like a real from a realistic perspective was how th- somehow he had a chemical that like prevents. You yeah, I know the attack, like, thing. Like what? That doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but I guess I mean you've got like super soldier like yeah with like I mean you've really and he like a flying fortress so there's not really much. Most of this doesn't make any sense. And then breaking your nose. First of all, that doesn't actually not sever breaking. the nerve. Was it, wasn't the was it the I mean there's she a did nerve. Break her nose, but was it she trying to break her nose? I mean, it would have probably made more sense if she just had, like, some device that, like, blocked the nerve. No, because they were just trying to sever some nerve. But it was, like, on her forehead. I think it was in your... I don't know. It's your, um... I think she did... She was severing the nerve by doing what she did, and she happened to have broke her nose. Oh, uh, okay. Well, can she just not smell it? I, I guess she's just not able to smell anymore. Because if she actually severed the nerve, then that she's in pretty bad trouble. In yeah, I think like, it was stupid. I don't know. That was weird. That was, yeah, that was kind of dumb. But whatever. She's dead. Uh, yeah. So, but I thought yeah, that whole sequence where they're kind of infiltrating the base was really neat. And then yeah. Elena kind of makes that grenade with all the um, little red things on it, and then it unbrainwashes all the Black Widow people. Yes, I thought. I don't know the. What do you think of um? Who's the bad? Who's the big the bad guy in charge? What was his name again? Drakov. Drakov. What did you think of like him as like a character? Um, kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, he's he's more interesting than like uh, Yellow Jacket was, or um, who's another like not like uh, Killian. Like he's he's somewhat more interesting than them. But again, the the biggest issue I have with him ties into the big issue that I have with the entire movie, um, in terms of its placement. Drakov is. In terms of like his relationship to Black Widow, he's a very good antagonist because, you know, he's responsible for her past and she has a lot of ties to him. So in that sense, he made sense. In or in, in that context, <laughs> he made sense. But what doesn't make sense is that his actions, what he does in the movie and what he has done, again, doesn't have any implications for the future and it doesn't have any, really any implications oh, yeah. for the past other than he's, he's responsible for Black Widow's like condition. But so I thought it would have been interesting if maybe he because remember how he had all those Black Widow people all around the world and they're all like controlling everything like he said he could basically control everything. Yeah. So it would have been interesting if they're like, oh, I was like he revealed I was responsible for this thing in uh, this movie, like, I don't know, some Sokovia thing or I was responsible for this thing and this other. So if they revealed that and you're like, oh, that was because of him and his like whole network of Black Widows, that would have been interesting. But um they never do that and then he dies at the end so he just 
they they build him up to like make it seem like his... he didn't do anything and he's not going to do anything exactly so again he makes sense in terms of his relationship to black widow why he's like the main antagonist but yeah he he hasn't done anything and he's not going to do anything anymore because he's dead so in that point in that sense he's just disappointing um, yeah so and yeah it doesn't kind of, um, yeah it wasn't it, did, it just didn't seem and they kind of introduced he was kind of just he wasn't even like a villain for the beginning of the movie because like he didn't even come in and he's kind of he was just kind of like disgust yeah yeah exactly and then so, we're for some reason we're expected to care that like he's like an awful person which obviously he is but like they never really showed any of it, so it's just like, oh, it's just this guy that they mentioned a couple times, and that he's going to end up being the main villain. So, yeah, he was he was a bit disappointing. I think if they did, if they used him, they should have like made they should have like revealed something in like past movies where he's been responsible for. So then it, yeah, it yeah, gives yeah, us somewhat yeah. of a reason to like, oh, he's a, he's sort of relevant, and like, he, yeah, I agree. So I honestly thought Taskmaster was better than him, but oh, like. Whatever. I think he he was yeah. still decent though. He was, I thought he um, he was, he pulled off the evil Russian guy pretty well. So yeah, I'm still I'm I'm still waiting for a really good villain. I I haven't been. I don't know. Marvel's been kind of yeah. I expected w- better. Weird. From I think yeah, Agatha was a bit of a. I mean, she was kind of interesting. Or everything before they revealed she was Agatha was interesting. But when they revealed you, after they revealed you, it wasn't under. They built it up, and it wasn't as much as ever as you thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, John Walker, I think, was actually good. I mean, I guess the real villain. No, wait, wait, are, wait, wait! If you haven't seen the Disney Plus movies, that's what the shows. That's well, we already watching. spoiled Winter Soldier, so or sorry, um, WandaVision. Well, I know. I'm just trying to save the the rest of it. Yeah, I think I think uh, the Flag Smashers are also kind of. I mean. They're interesting, but but they weren't. I need a really good. Like, it's just like since Thanos, we haven't had a really good. I agree. Yeah, and I think well, obviously they they need to build that up because they've literally just started. So I mean, we got to give them time. Oh, and I'm, but, I'm not even just since Thanos. Like I, I'm talking like. Um, oh, just in, just in general in Marvel, yeah, they always have yeah, had yeah, a yeah, villain yeah. problem. There were good. There, yeah. Like Loki, Killmonger, and Thanos are basically the the strongest villains, and everyone else is. Been and part sort of that immediate. was because they weren't totally villains. Yeah, because I mean, you got, I mean, they had like Malekith, Yellow const- Jacket. There were like, there were complex, there was complexity to them. It wasn't yeah, and just, I think, oh, I'm gonna do destroy this. the I'm world, gonna take over the world. I'm gonna steal your powers. I'm oh, like Ant Man. What an evil. Iron Man was mean to me. Iron Man named my technology Barf. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I just, we just need. I mean, yeah, half the move. If you think about it, half the Marvel villains are like because of Iron Man. Although I do think I really like Vulture. I thought he was a good villain. Oh yeah. Again, think... there's like complexity to his character. There's that plot twist when they reveal that he's yeah. What's her name's dad? But yeah, everything. Yeah, I think um, they have been kind of struggling. I think Drakoff. Well, Drakoff and Taskmaster do make sense in terms of their like they're better than say Malekith. There's no scope to them. Yeah, they just don't have any. They. They have no implications for the future, yeah. which just makes them sort of irrelevant now. Um, but yeah. And then it ends... I guess we just get an ending. It ends with her... Um, their fa- her family leaves, and then she just goes on a Quinjet to like f- uh, rescue the Avengers. Yeah. And she has the Yelena's vest. 
Yeah. Um, that's an that's an interesting kind of tie-in. Yeah, I like how they I like how they did that. But again, if this had come out after Civil War, it would just made more sense because then we'd be when we watched Infinity War, it'd be like, oh, she's wearing the dress or she's wearing the vest and she has like the dyed hair. So well, I don't know. I feel like that was kind of a that them her having the dyed hair is kind of like. I think it's supposed to be like, oh, that's where she got the jacket, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, it is. It is because but because it wouldn't have been necessarily the same if you watched him in like. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like at the end of the day, like, yeah, okay, yeah, I guess I agree with you. Um, it's, it's written. Yeah. It's written to be. I think it's at least in some sense, it's it's written to be watched after after, but Which... event wise, it doesn't. It it doesn't really have anything. Yeah. To do. Which again, I feel like they, the the process was kind of backwards here. They said we got to make this Black Widow movie because everyone wants it, and they're like, okay, we got to make a story out of it, rather than okay, we have a really interesting story. How can we kind of incorporate this to like fit Phase Four? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they it very much felt like they just wrote it because they kind of had to, and they just kind of tried to uh, sandwich it in between phases as cleanly as possible, rather than. They actually have an interesting story that has implications for Phase Four, and then, um, you know, it's just it felt like a backwards process. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, and then they kind of tried to make it seem somewhat relevant by adding the end credit scene, which, to be honest, I wonder what the end credit scene would have been before. If it before, oh yeah, because uh, hold on, was this supposed to come out? This was this was supposed to come out before Winter Soldier. So I wonder okay, if what 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 let me think. So weren't the shows delayed too, or were they? Did they come out on schedule? Huh. because I'm thinking was everything. I think delayed Winter together? Soldier was delayed. No, Winter Soldier was delayed because I think Winter Soldier was supposed to come out first and then WandaVision. But I think Winter Soldier was delayed, so they had to put WandaVision out first. But, so I, my, but my point is, if everything, if COVID didn't happen and everything went as planned. Would Black Widow have come out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that maybe that end credit scene wouldn't have like existed? Um, I don't really know. Hold on, original. Because because like because Fal- okay. Black Widow was supposed to come out like last year. Yeah, Fal- I don't know when it was originally supposed to be released. Let me see. I mean, I don't think it got delayed by more than a couple months. It. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was just something I've thought about. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah, so I wonder if they put that end credit scene after, like after the fact, or if they had originally planned to have that and then introduce her further in Winter Soldier. That is interesting. Oh yeah, because be, to be honest, the end credit scene would have. Actually, no, because she's kind of just introduced as if you already know her. And then in it, and then in Winter Soldier, she's. It's it's trying to be like an introduction to the character, like it's more of an introduction. Yeah. So I guess she yeah. literally introduces herself. So it is it's set up to, like that. That's yeah. I don't know. I wonder what if 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 that if it if if it had came out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier, what the mm-hmm. credit scene would have been. Yeah. Um, since we're at the closing time now, I think unless there's anything else you have to mention, I think it's about time to go into like rating and. Uh, and and stuff just closing like that. thoughts yeah yeah um yeah i don't have anything else to say i really liked i 
I almost feel like Black Widow herself was kind of overshadowed in her own movie. I, I was just about to say that. Yeah, I think uh, Florence Pugh and David Harbour and um, what's her name? Rachel Weitz, I think that plays no the mom. Here, no one here. No, I mean, most of the people here probably. Well, I think don't. all of her family members in the movie yeah. uh, steal the show, basically. And then she's almost seems like she's kind of just witnessing. Like she's, it's like she's on the ride with us and she's just kind of observing. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a, a little disappointing that she's not even the star of her own movie. Because um, I think the other, uh, her sister and her dad and her mom, um, kind of overshadow her and make they all felt equal yeah so she could have been uh, blackwood herself probably could have been more of a uh a central figure but yeah that's like the only other thing i really liked um again all the other characters though i thought they were all um yeah, i agree they're all yeah so so i said at the beginning i, I this is like mid mid-grade marvel and, and just uh, and just compared to everything else, I think you said that you about the same thing. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe maybe slightly above average. Yeah, above um, average Marvel movie for in terms of Marvel, I put it in between Spider Man Homecoming. I have that one above it, and then I have Ant Man below it. I think um, the family part, this the whole theme of family and um, her dynamic with you know her family. I thought that was easily the strongest part of the movie yeah um, the, the villains were the weakest i think black widow could probably could have been more of a central figure in her own movie so that does bring it down a bit but i think again the action scenes the the dialogue the the humor those are all done really well um in this one yeah i, I have i actually have it like the exact same as you so um spider between spider-man homecoming and ant-man I don't know. Maybe I like Ant Man better. I don't know. Just in yeah, that general, I, I, I'm in. I'm in between that. So I'm. I'm yeah, like just in of... that general area. Just in the yeah. middle, sort of. Just in that area. Again, it's not. Um, I don't think it's average though. I think there are a lot of things they do really well, but there are a lot of missed opportunity opportunities, and then just the the placement of it just felt weird. But other than that, I thought it was a solid movie. Me, me too. Yeah, I agree. Um, we could do a letter thing. But I mean, I mean, I don't really. I mean, if you want, I guess yeah. I uh probably give it like a B plus. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like I'm always agreeing with Campbell, but I think we're just kind of on the same wavelength with a lot of things. Yeah, um, we tend to think fairly similar on most. If you things, look at so. our la- rankings on, if you look at our rank th- on rankings on the Marvel things on Letterboxd, not a sponsor. I recommend you if you like these, if you like movies and stuff, uh, go ahead and download that and give us a follow. Um, shout out to shout out to Josh though, because we were we were talking. He's like a uh, I think Black Widow is like his second favorite Marvel character. So he's a he's a big Black Widow fan. Um, but he was actually he didn't he didn't like this one as much as I did, even though I'm not even a Black. I'm not. I mean, I like the character, but like I'm not a fan or anything. But I think he was just more disappointed, more so disappointed because he expected more. So I think yeah. if you are like a Black Widow fan and you're expecting like a really uh, Black Widow focus, she's stronger focused, in some of the other movies. Then yeah, exactly. She's stronger in her in other movies that she's in over like her own movies. So like Winter Soldier, for example, I think she's a, she's a much stronger character in that than in the Black Widow movie. 
So it's interesting. Like he's a Black Widow fan, but he was disappointed by the movie. So I Which think I don't blame him because I feel like that. I, that's I can see where he's coming from on that. Because again, it doesn't feel nothing feels consequential, and then the her character herself is just overshadowed, and she's just kind of along for the ride. She's not really making any big decisions that are impacting. I mean, I guess she's dead now, but that have <laughs> impacted the future of Marvel or anything like. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do get his frustration. So I think. That's also kind of interesting to consider. So yeah, I would say that it's definitely solid. Um, I would recommend it. Like we went through all this at the beginning, but um, so I guess we're, I guess that's kind of it. Um, yeah. We'll be doing another one of these similar to this as um, when Shang Chi comes out mm-hmm. in September. That'll be interesting. I wonder. I mean, we could probably find. We'll be at school, but I, I think we could find maybe like a, a theater in between. Oh, they've or... got. Yeah. Well, actually, I've still got the street going with my grandfather. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I would. I would literally make a trip back down here to, <laughs> to watch. Oh, did he watch Black Widow? Did you guys watch this yeah. with him? Oh yeah, because yeah, he was on the mount. Oh, nice. I forgot so, about that. I thought you just watched it with Skylar and all. Nope. Of them. I, we've been going since Ant Man. Nice. So we'll. Yeah, we'll we'll find a way to um, watch it relatively at the same time, make a podcast on that, and then yes. when all the other ones come out as well. But yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, without further ado, I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And you just wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know, and we'll be sure to take a look.